How do you find and keep hope alive? Hope alive. Honestly, that moment completely changed my life because it was, it was honestly one of the first moments in a long time where I really knew without a shadow of a doubt that I'd heard from God. And I stopped, I guess, trying to write songs that everyone would want to sing and just started writing songs directly from me to God. My hope is centered totally, completely in Him. I will find hope in what Jesus Christ did for me. This is what hope sounds like. Hey, this is Carol from the Light FM Morning Show, and we are here today at the Cove, at the Billy Graham Training Center at the Cove, in the beautiful chapel, and I want to introduce you to our new friend. Now, his name might be new to you, but you are going to recognize some of the songs that he's written. Such a talented artist. We are welcoming Benjamin William Hastings. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. What we a are beautiful honored. place. We are honored to have you, and I just want people to get to know you a little bit, okay. because they do know a lot of the songs that you've written, so let's... Go ahead and count those off that uh, you can name. Okay. Uh, oh, praise the name. Yeah. Um, so will I. Yeah. Um, outside of the, like, United Hillsong stuff, I've also, um, Father's House. Yes. Corey Asbury. Yes. Gratitude. Yeah. Brandon Lake. <gasps> wow. I didn't realize you'd written that song. Yeah, what a, a fun one to be a part song. of. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's rewind the clock. Yeah. And, and tell people kind of your story, where you started out, kind of how you grew up, those okay. kinds of things. Um, well, I grew up in Ireland, mm -hmm. in the north of Ireland, um, Belfast. And I was there the first 19 years of my life. Mm -hmm. um, came to know Jesus around like 15. Mm -hmm. And um, I had this cool kind of full circle story, actually, where I think it was maybe like 15, 16. And I was on a vacation in um, Florida okay. with my parents. And we went into like a record store back when... Like they That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I was looking through the CDs and um and honestly I don't even know if it was like a Christian record store, it's just like a normal record store, and I was going through and I was going through the H's and this record just really stood out to me. So I picked it up, I bought it, and it turns out that was the Hillsong United record, Look to You. Wow. And I fell in love with the music, I got mm -hmm. home to listen to it, I was like, I think this is about God. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. And um and yeah, just fell in, fell in love with it. So like fast forward 10 years, I guess. Well, more than that. No, I, I'm a lot of years. <laughs> and um, yeah, I like that's kind of what I do now is travel with those same guys and mm -hmm. write songs with them. They're a lot of my best friends. Yeah, and, yeah it was really, so it's really cool to kind of. So I think the thing that um, intrigues me about your songwriting is the depth of your lyrics. Mm. I mean, the, you know, with Christian music, People say the same thing a lot of different ways. Sure. But you bring a depth to the lyrics that just constantly I'm taken aback by even the words, you know. Uh, we got to see you perform So Will I. And just hearing the words of that song um, from somebody who had a part in writing that is so powerful. Where do you think that depth came from? Well, thank, firstly, thank you so much for saying sure. that. Sure. Um, you know... You know what's funny is, and it's really funny you chose those words, because for me, I was in Sydney. I was, um, at the time, I was, I was young, I was maybe 21, 22, trying to figure out what I was going to do with mm. my life. And um, honestly, I didn't really know. At the time, I was in Bible college, and I was trying to write worship music, and it just wasn't coming naturally. Like, mm. every song I wrote just sounded like a bad version of <laughs> other songs that exist. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and so I was kind of wrestling with that and struggling with that and trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And at one point, I was going to move to Bali and just live on the beach. And I was like, that's <laughs> going to be my life. <laughs> and it is like an occasional daydream that yeah. I drift off to. But uh, I, um, 
I had this one moment at a conference. I was volunteering at a women's conference, and my job was just to like walk the girls to their cars. So I was on the driver's team, but mm -hmm. I was just kind of holding an umbrella, essentially, as yeah. it was raining. And I was walking this one lady across to her car, and halfway, it's raining, I'm holding an umbrella, and she stops me, looks me dead in the eyes, and she says, are you a rider? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I am, actually. And um, we're not talking about music at all. We're not talking about, we're just kind of chit-chatting. Mm -hmm. And um, she said to me, she was like, you have the ability to express deep truth. And that's the thing you're meant to pursue. Mm. And then she just kept walking. And I was like, I'm just standing there still holding it up. I know I better catch up. And um, honestly, that moment completely changed my life. Because it was, it was honestly one of the first moments in a long time where I really knew without a shadow of a doubt that I'd heard from God. Like it was one of those things that just pierced right to the sure. depths of me. And um, I, ever since that moment, I kind of retargeted my, um, I guess you say ambition's the wrong word, but like my focus or my attention onto, okay, well, as opposed to just trying to write songs that already exist or try to write for a, I just tried to write for that. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, if that's my thing, then how am I going to do that? And so I pursued, I guess, God through song mm. and tried to like, I guess, mine him a little mm. bit, like try to mm. dig and yeah. be like, okay, well, where are these, what are these truths? or what are these things that I meant to uncover through music? And, um, and I stopped, I guess, trying to write songs that everyone would want to sing. I just started writing songs directly from me to God. And the irony was that was the point where people were like, oh, maybe I'll sing that. Yeah. So it was kind of this full shift that happened to me. And in the next few months, kind of everything changed. It was, I wrote kind of the first song, was a song called Captain that ended up getting used by United. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I met my wife, like, mm -hmm. in that sort of time. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was just kind of a crazy period. Um, but yeah, it's funny you used the word, you used, kind of used those exact words, because yeah. that was the thing that kind of, like, I guess awakened in mm. me a passion yeah. and, a, and an identity, I guess, within this thing that I do. Yeah. So, I know you're a creative. Like, what does your process look like now? I mean, like, how do you, because we have a lot of people who get in touch and say, you know, really feel called to... Um, worship yeah. and be a songwriter. So just kind of mm -hmm. highlight what your process looks like now yeah. as you're writing a song. Um, I'm very collaborative. Mm -hmm. So very, very rarely do I write songs entirely by myself. Yeah. To be honestly, to be honestly, to be honest, <laughs> if I write a song by myself, it's because it's, uh, if I, sorry, I'll flip it this way. If I really, if I really, really care about the, this concept or idea I have, I will normally bring in at least one other person yeah. because I find that the best songs are written in partnership. Mm. And um, even just having someone there in the room, it helps you kind of like, uh, it helps you just kind of get to the bottom of whatever the best version of that thing is. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that means I'm all about just the collaboration at, as long as the song ends up being the best. Like there's one song on my record called Eden, which has like seven writers on it. Mm -hmm. And they're all like amazing yeah. writers. Um, and so I would say that, I would say find someone, ideally that's, good at things that you're not good at or mm. that kind of fills in some of your gaps. And, um, and you just start to try and see what happens. And I think you shortcut a lot of time working with someone else because yeah. you sit there for, at a piano for 10 hours. Like, Is this good? Is this not good? But you know immediately when you play it to someone mm. if it's good or not. Your, yourself tells you because you're either like, oh, I'm really excited to play this to them or I'm embarrassed to play this to yeah. them. And then if that doesn't tell you, then you know by their face mm. whether they try to like... Um, hide it or not. I was um, a funny story on that. So the, the one of the songs that I'm um, that like a single at the minute is that thing about praise, and I wrote it with them um, from Blessing Offer, mm -hmm. who is an incredible, incredible um, 
guy, and if you don't know, he's, he's blind. Mm -hmm. And um, we had this really funny conversation where he said to me, um, it was the first day we met, he was like, you know, in a writing session, He's like, everyone has curated their game face. So mm -hmm. like, if they don't like your idea, they know how to like hide that on their face. He's mm -hmm. like, but nobody's curated their game <laughs> voice. <laughs> and he said that to me right before we started writing. So I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, what's my voice doing? What's my voice doing? And we get into the session a little bit. And um, anyway, he, he came up with this idea and I was so excited and I was just jumping up and down. And um, we, I stopped for a second and I was like, you heard that, right? And he was like, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it had the yeah. thumbs up with was, the voice. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. yeah, great. So, what is the, your most favorite song that you've ever written? Oh, that's a good question. It's probably a tie between a few. I mean, I, I'll always be grateful for sure. So Will I. Sure. Because of, um, I guess the, um, I just feel really honored to be a part of that song. Mm. Like we we worked really hard on it, but at the same time, at every time we, I guess, picked up a pen, so to speak. Um, it felt like God gave us like a new gift. Mm. And that's not necessarily always the case with writing. Sometimes the more you write a song, the worse it gets, yeah. actually more often than not. Mm -hmm. But on that one, it felt like the more we wrote it, the more, um, the more that kind of just fell into place. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so yeah, I'll always be eternally grateful for that. And then I have a song called Father's Blessing, which I wrote for my kids, which mm -hmm. is kind of like a prayer for them, which um, I think will always be special because um, well, I hope it's always special, at least to them, yeah. where they could just take that with them. Absolutely. And um, and yeah, I guess this whole new getting to do this whole new record mm -hmm. was was a really fun process. Mm -hmm. Just getting to kind of try something new, um, unpack what was going on inside me, and like a, mm -hmm. in a way that I probably couldn't with some of the other mediums that I'm sure. a part of. Sure. And um, and yeah, this has been a lot of fun. So now, as a solo artist, what's yeah. God teaching you in this season? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. It's, it's been really, really uh, busy <laughs> It's been a lot, because I still am doing stuff with the United guys, so right. like, it's kind of having two or more, probably, yeah. like kind of jobs, or sure. it's a lot happening at the same time. So I'm trying to, um, at the minute, for me personally, I'm trying to get better to listen to him as far as like, um, I guess the voice, the Holy Spirit, and like, okay, well, what of these things am I meant to do? Mm. Like, of the, we were going through a calendar yesterday, and I started getting so overwhelmed by the next, like, yeah. six months, because I think there's, like, the longest I'm at home at one time is, like, 10 days. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, well, that's not going to work mm -hmm. long term. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I need to get better at, like, being, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I have to say no to that, even though I want to do it, or whatever it is. Sure. And so that's kind of, at the minute, I think something I actually really need to and kind of figure out and get better mm. at is mm. just that, those little listenings. It's like, if, if it's a no on this thing, it's like, okay, well, that may, I want to do that, but I just have to listen to the, to the no. Yeah, the yeah. balance of it all. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So how can we best pray for you? Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess for me, for like, I mean, I'd always love a few new songs. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I guess just for my family, my wife's amazing, my mm -hmm. kids are great, and just like for them to feel, um, for them to be sustained and have everything they need, yeah. like while I'm away. That's always sure. the hardest part of Yeah. Everything. How many kids do you have? I got two kids. Two kids. Two boy, kids. girl? Uh, both, yeah. So a little two, -year, two and a half year old boy and a girl that just turned seven. Oh, fun. Yeah. And how long have you been married? I've married, coming up on, uh, coming up on nine years, but we're thinking about we actually ended up getting married in Bali, which oh, really? was kind of my like my tip of the hat. 
to the dream that never dream. happened. Yep. But um, I think we're going to go back next year and uh, kind of get the whole wedding back together. And Fantastic. I know. So that's why I nearly said 10. Yeah. Because that's, that's where my mind is yeah. already. Yeah. It's but, not um, because you forgot. No, it's not. You want to clarify. Yeah. That. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending a little time with us today. Uh, thank you for um, having me. Before you go, we want to have a little fun. Because we've been pretty serious. <laughs> and it would not be me if we didn't have a okay. little fun. So, you, are, do you always go by Benjamin William Hastings? That's, uh, that's pretty, that's a mouthful. It's a lot, yeah, I make my kids call me that. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. if people called me by all three names, I would feel like I was in trouble all the time. I know. Because yeah. that's the only time I heard my other it, name. <laughs> it does. I actually know. If, if someone said it in a serious voice, I guess it would <laughs> feel a little bit like my grandma chasing me. She used to chase me with a slipper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want you to not name five people who go by three names. Culture, movies, whatever. That Can go you, by three that names? That go by three names, like oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Right. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Okay. Michael W. Smith. Is that kind of? W is a letter. That's <laughs> okay. not a name. Okay. Um, oh. See, it's hard, isn't it? It's really hard. They are out there, though. <laughs> Do you have a nickname that people call you? Uh, well, okay. People will normally just call me Ben okay. or Benny or um, Hastings. Or uh, the United guys call me Derry. There's this funny video on YouTube, which is, I mean, I probably shouldn't be endorsing this video, <laughs> It's an Irish guy. It's an Irish guy trying to catch a bat in oh, his house. No. And he's running around with a towel and his son's yelling at him, catch him, Derry, catch him, Derry. <laughs> so, so they call you Derry. They Derek. call me Derry. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So you just Ben. Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. But ben, Benjamin Benny, William Hastings. Benjamin William Hastings. Yeah. Anybody call you Bill? Uh, no. Well, my dad's called Bill. Oh, so your dad's Yeah. So, so, it's, uh, yeah, so no one's gone there. Maybe for the, the sake of the differentiation. See, here in school, when you start school, they automatically, the first day, say your first name and your last name, right? Right. So if you don't go by your first name, you get embarrassed in front yeah. of all your classmates. That never happens to you because you use all your names. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little bit jealous. Because my mother called us all by our middle names. Oh. I mean, that's, I'm discovering that's a thing. Middle here. names? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the South. Is it like a, is that something that happens? Because that, someone said we, that to me yesterday. I don't know. I thought it was just my family. Is that a Southern thing? Maybe so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But my first name is Leslie, and people would always say, you don't look like a Leslie. <laughs> and I'd be like, what does a Leslie well, look like? Yeah, I know. But that's why I go by Carol. So. Okay, well, there you go. Anyway, um, what's a fun fact that people don't know about you that they're kind of surprised to find out? Ooh, that's a good question. I guess I could go back to my days as a teen. So I grew up in Ireland, which everyone kind of knows. Uh, I used to play rugby. Huh? And it was... Like, I was trying to be, that was kind of my life goal, was to be a professional rugby player. Okay. And then I got injured. Yeah. As a, Do you know, that is, that is like, very common in I Christian we, music. We were just talking about that Zach yesterday. Williams. Yeah. Um, Bart Millard, Mercy wow. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I'm hearing that a lot. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like a thing God <laughs> does to kind of re You may not play. I don't know how the theology is. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything um, else? And yeah, well, all through my teens, I, my job was busking, which I'm realizing is not a word that we use here, but busking is in Ireland. It's kind of like when you stand on the street and you open your guitar case and you kind of just sing aggressively at people and they give you money. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, my, um, that was my job. Most money ever made in a day. 
you know what? One time I made 100, 100 pints. Really? Yeah. Well, you normally would, it actually was pretty profitable, but you just had to, you had to uh, battle the elements because oh, it's cold yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. And so if you're out there, it's not like a seasonal thing. Like you got, if, you, if it's your job, it's your job. So I'd be out there in the snow. Like or there's not there. a busking season. No, <laughs> you're on. And so um, you, I would normally make about 20 pounds an hour, which at the time for me was amazing. It's like twice what my friends were making, but mm -hmm. you could only last like three and a half, maybe four, okay. four hours if you were really sort of like, but by then yeah. your hands are frozen. Yeah. And you, you've still got to carry this, like this, hopefully, like kiss full of money and yeah. a guitar and an amp and yeah. the whole thing like I would park at the outskirts of the city so I didn't have to pay for parking so. <laughs> lower those expenses right? yeah exactly yeah. that's fantastic um, but that was fun and I actually feel like I am um, I kind of I learned a lot mm -hmm. through that um through that process biggest, a lot of the things I biggest do. lesson you learned doing that uh well I guess how to like um engage someone that does not want to be engaged which as a worship leader is actually quite helpful because right? uh -huh. you could and at least at this point I'm not trying to like thankfully get money out of them <laughs> I'm more trying to <laughs> utilize that skill for right. um for good but well not that that's not good but you know um yeah so uh I actually feel like that help you know trying to I don't I, I'm trying to figure out what actually it is that I would do to engage someone but maybe it's like eye contact or mm -hmm. a smile mm -hmm. Or, um, or even like feeling a room, yeah. trying to um, be like, okay, where's this room at, and sure. um, what I need to, what I need to do to get it to where it probably needs to be. Yeah, very um, important thing. Yeah, when you're but busking. Who yeah, knew? I did not know that <laughs> word. In fact, Brian told me that yesterday. He was like, he's, he was a. I don't think he said busker, but he busker, said he yeah. it was busking. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> so thank you for educating That's me. Okay. And thank you so much for spending time with us no, today. Thank you for we're, having me. It's been a great, great we're time. We're very excited about your solo career, the thank songwriting. You. And we're so grateful that you're using your gifts. And uh, we thank you for the songs because they have ministered to us so many times. So thank you very much. Thank you. And that's this week's Hope. What Hope Sounds Like podcast, and thank you for listening.